The following podcast was improvised without a script. Radio 680, the voice of Syracuse. Hello, I'm Aunt Debbie of Aunt Debbie's Soup Kitchen, and I'm just coming on to tell all you fine people of Syracuse that I'm not a soup kitchen for, you know, the homeless people. I'm a soup kitchen where you can come and get delicious soups. Uh, I just have a bad name, so just come on down to Aunt Debbie's Soup Kitchen where you can buy uh, soup. Not, I'm not giving it away to people without homes. Uh, where's my free I'm, food? Okay, that's that's one of the Lady, people who want soup. I need iPhone. Where's that's my not, food? It, there's a menu above the counter there. You no, can I want choose free food. It says Soup Kitchen. And three I different kinds of broths and four and different kinds of chowders. But I, this is not a place where I just give out food. I just, I'm just, I just don't know what to do anymore because I, I just wanted to make a soup kitchen, but not a soup kitchen. I wanted to make a restaurant that had a nice, cozy name like Soup Kitchen. And oh dear, I, I put hello, hello. Hello, yes. is this is this the soup kitchen? Yes, this is Aunt Debbie's yeah. soup kitchen. Yes, wonderful. I would like some soup, please. I am so hungry. Oh no. I I'm not giving away soup. I'm selling soup. It's, it's Oh no, I don't I don't you don't have right to give up. it away. I have a uh, I have a um I have a coupon here. Yes, I have a coupon. Oh that's right. We put coupons out in the penny saver. Yes, of course. Yeah. All right, then. Yeah, hey, uh, I, I've got some actual money here that I was going to give you for some soup. Oh, thank goodness. All right. All right. Can you, can you just get Excuse these? Excuse me, sir. Get, would, you, would you buy me some soup, too? Yeah. No. Buy me some soup. No, we I don't. I'm so buy, hungry. You everybody's I just, soup. I just wanted a nice place it's where people could buy soup. It's the soup kitchen. I just want no, some soup. I, I know it's I the soup kitchen. I just put so much money of my poor late husband's money into this, and he died yesterday from all this trouble we well, had. I'm going to die today if I don't get any soup. Well, I just... I died three days ago. Anyway, oh Frank Boyle, what are you doing here? Ah. Anyway, oh. anyway, come on down to Aunt he Debbie's doesn't have soup money. kitchen where there's we're no selling pants. soup. I, I've got. I want to buy some soup. I just uh, this, there's this guy in front Sir, of me. Sir, I'm trying to do a commercial now for yep. the soup kitchen. I can't, I, well, I'd like a soup kitchen. It's a restaurant yep. called Aunt Debbie's Soup Kitchen. I'd like to buy some <laughs> soup, but there's no, this guy. Soup here. She just gives please. it to me. I just and, want a little soup. I'm, just a little this bit. Guy in front of me smells like wet. Hey, and I I'm can't get you. Trying I'm to trying do to do a commercial I right now. I don't have time weeks ago. to talk to you. I don't like this so place. Please come on down to 178th yeah. and Griswold and have some soup at Aunt Debbie's Soup Kitchen. My boyfriend's name is Griswold. Soup is yummy food. Soup makes me pee. We are the voice of Syracuse. Depend on Radio 680. Good evening once again, Syracuse. I am Howard K. Burns, and this is Point Other Point, the most riveting debate show with the local issues here in Syracuse. Today, we are debating the relevancy of two holidays 
one being Columbus Day, the other one being St. Patrick's Day. Do we need them both? Do we just need one of them? Should they both go? Welcoming into the studio, uh, defending Columbus Day is Rosita Palapini. Hello, thank you for having me. And defending St. Patrick's Day is the owner of O'Grady's House of Dentures, Dr. O'Grady himself. That's right, I'm Pete O'Grady of O'Grady's House of Dentures, over there at 178th and Columbus. Dr. Gray, do, uh, Dr. O'Grady, it does seem to be a ridiculous holiday for us to be celebrating here in Syracuse, a holiday that was concocted in Ireland uh, over some sort of uh, religious uh, mumbo-jumbo. Well, you know, we Irish, uh, we have a long tradition of celebrating when the when St. Patty drove all the snakes out of Ireland, and we do that celebrating with a glass of green beer. Yes, well, that is one of the problems with St. Patrick's Day is the excess amount of green beer, but it pales in comparison to the excessive amount of red wine that is consumed on Columbus Day. Is that not right, Miss Palapini? Okay, first of all, snakes? Are you kidding me? I mean, red wine is full of antioxidant benefits. Basically, the world benefits from Columbus Day. Bada bing, bada boom, we're done here. It's in the Bible. Yeah. Uh, does anyone really know who Columbus was? Uh, we only know him by his last name. What exactly did this Columbus do? Um, Christopher Columbus is basically like Italian Jesus. Okay, I'm sorry. I had uh, I had uh, Steve Columbus written down here, so I apologize for my uh, my notes not being exactly accurate. Uh, his name is Christopher John uh, Columbus. No, none of that sounds Italian to me. You know, I'm sure that his close friends probably called him CJ, but we call him Christopher out of respect because he is very important to our culture and the impact that we've had on basically, uh, you know, wine drinking um, and, and celebrating. Dr. O'Grady, I'm going to challenge you here and actually challenge both of you to defend your respective holidays. What exactly is the benefit to the Syracuse economy if by us continuing to celebrate St. Patrick's Day in the manner that we do? Well, you know, St. Patrick's Day, everyone goes out, they have a nice parade, and everyone goes to the bar, and that's and that's bringing money to the to the bars of Syracuse, you know. Everyone's going out and drinking and having a good time, and that's uh, helping the economy, don't you know? Yes, but it, uh, it is. There is a lot of Syracuse debauchery that goes on on St. Patrick's Day. A lot of Irish sex going on. Oh, yeah. And what does Columbus Day have for you? There's no mail. The banks are closed. That's just boring. Uh, Ms. Palapini, uh, Dr. O'Grady does have a point there. For some reason, everything is shut down on Columbus Day, but not on St. Patrick's Day. Is there a reason for Columbus Day to continue being a holiday? Yeah, because you know what? This guy's going to threaten me with a snake, a snake and a green beer. You know what I'm going to threaten you with? Nikki, Polly, and my cousins. Every single one. You go ahead and try to take Columbus Day away. Just try. See what happens to your mail. Okay? You just try. It sounds like a suspiciously violent holiday. Is that really something that we want to teach our kids in school about, uh, about uh, you know, protecting yourself with cement shoes? There is nothing inherently violent about Columbus Day. Christopher John Columbus sailed the ocean blue in 1492 from Palermo, from Sicily, landed here and made all the Indians happy. Okay, we're done. That's it. 
I think I'm going to have to side with Columbus Day, Dr. O'Grady. I, I think that is a much more compelling holiday from what uh, from what Ms. Palapini is saying. I, I really see no... Well, I'd about- have to disagree with you there. Well, I'm Saint sure Patty you will. actually did something. He did, drove all the snakes out of Ireland. What did Christopher Columbus do? He got lost. I'm sorry, what did you say to me? I'm sorry, what, he got lost. He was, say- looking, he was looking for what, the Far East. He didn't did find it. He got me? lost. You said he got lost. Hey, O'Grady's, you're, you're in the phone book, yeah? You'd be looking for something in your mailbox. You come at me about Christopher John Columbus again. Oh, yeah. You know why Italian men have mustaches? So that they look like their mothers. Yeah, that's right. I said it. All right. This has been another episode of A Point, Other Point. Uh, I'm going to have to ask you both to leave the studio before somebody gets hurt. And uh, we will see you next time, Syracuse, on Point, Other Point, here on Radio 680. Hi, I'm Pete O'Grady, owner of O'Grady's House of Dentures. Come on down today for our St. Patty's Day sale, where with every purchase of a denture, you get a free glass of green beer, courtesy of O'Flannery's Old Irish Pub at Karaoke Bar. So come on down today to Old Grady's House of Dentures, where we've got... Later tonight on Radio 680, the latest adventures of Elliot Steele, Gunshot Gumshoe. Welcome back to the Fix-It Family Show. I'm uh, Bob. Uh, this is my wife, Bobby. I'm here with my, uh, my son, Bob Jr. And, of course, there's, uh, yeah, and there's, of course, Janice over there in the corner there. Uh, let's go around the, the horn here and see what we've uh, fixed this week. Um, I had a, a flat on my, uh, on my F-150 and uh, took that up to the station and uh, put some air in it. I mean, it's not much, but that's something. Yeah. How about you, Bob Jr.? I, uh... I fixed a little birdie this uh, th- this week. Uh, I found it uh, over by the bushes, and you know what, Daddy? It had a broken wing, and so I shed a little bit of a tear. And then uh, I used some bubble gum to uh, to fix his wing right up. Uh, bubble gum and a couple sticks. Oh yeah, and did he fly? No, he did. Okay, at least his wing is fixed. What about you, Bobby? What you uh, what you fix? Well, if you you remember, honey, I, I made I fixed uh, scrambled eggs and, uh, and I fixed some bacon for breakfast this morning. And of course, you know, Bobby Junior likes his eggs fried, so we can make the they look like eyeballs and use bacon to make a little smiley face. And, yeah, that's, that's funny. Yeah, uh, of course, I made some for Joyce, but hers was she made hers into a frowny face. But uh, you know, it's that's because she's just sitting there in the corner. So, uh, but yeah, so I, I fixed breakfast this morning. Hmm? Yeah, that uh, you you baby that uh, Bobby Junior of ours there, uh, uh, Bobby. I like being baby, Bobby. Bobby. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> All right, let's uh, go to the phone lines and see what people want fixed. Uh, how do I? How do I know if there's someone there? Is there? A, it's the red one. The do I hit the one with the light or do I? Yeah, push the one right down below the light. The one that's the one that's blinking. Yeah, All right, yeah. that's no, that's not it. Hello, this is the this is the Fix It family. I'm Bob. This is my wife, uh, Bobby, uh, Bob Junior over there, and uh, of course uh, Janice in the corner there. Sometimes we call her Joyce. <laughs> 
Yeah, uh, hey, this is a question for Bobby. Okay, All what right, do you need? That's my wife, Bobby. She, yeah, that, uh, yeah, not you, Bob Jr., Bobby, I said. Uh, okay, I'll help him. God, your son is stupid, isn't he? Well, that's unnecessary, Well, we know we like to call him special. Just special. Mm-hmm. You mother him. You really do, Bobby. You mother him. Bobby, here's uh, my question for you. I was wearing a hoodie the other day, and you know they got them uh, strings that go around the hood there that you pull them tight? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I know. Well, I was pulling mine tight, and wouldn't you know it, one end went right in the uh, right into that hole and never came back out again. Oh, I, I, I've that's happened many, many times. I no, had to fix a whole lot of those. Oh, yeah, I have to fix a whole lot of those. So you know what you have to do. What do you got to do? You, uh, you you go into your kitchen, or maybe your mama's sewing kit, and you get out her uh, her her shears there, and you just cut off the hood, and then you don't have to worry no more about that string not being able to close your hood. You just don't have a hood anymore. Now, why didn't I think of that? Well, mm-hmm. I I got I got an idea for her, mama. Uh, well, sir. Uh, why don't you, uh, take that, that string and wrap it around your neck and choke yourself with it, you son of a bitch! All right, Bob Jr., that'd be enough of oh, that. Oh, honey, I, that's not... I would have beeped you there if I knew what button to push. I'm sorry, we can't, Daddy, but we I don't want you to go so get sent stupid. away again, honey. Hey, and, uh, shout out to Janice. She's kind of hot. All right, we oh, don't need yeah, any of that. Oh, honey, did you hear that? Yeah, I'll, I'll tell her. All right, let me... How do I hang up on him now? Is it this button? Oh, it's that's right the one you were just... No, it's this yeah. There it is. There we go. All right. All righty. Let's go to our next caller. Uh, Okay. Uh, That one. Hello? No. Nope. Not that one. That one. Hello. Uh, Fix it, family. Uh, What can we do for you? What what do you need fixing? Oh, hey, guys. It's me, Janice. Oh, it's Janice again there. <laughs> Dirty yeah, listen, Janice. I just thought what? I would call in. I thought I'd call in so maybe you would talk to me. And oh, I don't know, maybe you could maybe tell mom what my name is. Well, honey, <laughs> it's an honest mistake. I was just listening to that that morning show with the two women, you know, Gail and Joyce. And Joyce has just been on you my mind. You were named after my Aunt Janice, and everyone knows Aunt Janice was terrible. And Janice was awful. That who knew show? I mean, they're so smart and so you know, clever. I and bet that you could have like a contest to see if somebody could call in and guess how I like my eggs. Because I'm 100% sure that nobody in this family knows or would ever think to make me smiley face eggs. Nobody cares. I know what your favorite kind of eggs are. It's an Really? It's really? An, a mushroom and feta omelet. I'm lactose intolerant. Okay. Well, that's all the time we got for the fiction family. Um, that's fine now. I've been Bob. That's my son, Bob Jr. It's my wife, Bobby. Hello. And over there is Janice. And uh, remember, uh, keep your screwdrivers sharpened. This is Tony Pounder. You might know me from uh, the Roller Derby Gang. You know, we're like number one right now, but unless the other team cheats. But you know what? You don't know about me. I got my own uh, tooth tattoo parlor. It's called Tony's Teeth Tats. You can come on down and see me. You got some idea for your choppers? Yeah, we can uh, We can paint little tattoos on there. We can put, we can uh, bang in there some little emblems. Uh, we can do some like caps. Uh, you know, the sky's the limit. Come on in and see me at uh, Tony's Teeth Tats.
tats and uh, we'll set up your teeth with some tats. I went down to Tony Pounder's Teeth Tats and uh, wanted a strawberry shortcake on my inside molar, the number 32. And uh, Tony Pounder was able to get a tat on my t- on my inner inner molar. Yeah, I remember that strawberry shortcake. It's adorable. It's adorable. You look adorable with that. Thank too. you. Yeah, my mom recently had her 60th birthday and I got her name right on my front teeth with her picture on each one of my canines. It was awesome. I love my Tony tattoos. They look great on my teeth and they feel funny. No one is too young. Bring in your kids, doesn't matter. Bring in your three-year-old or all the way up to your hundred-year-old. We'll, we'll, we'll tat your teeth, even if those teeth haven't come in yet. We'll find them somehow. Yeah, I got a tattoo of a, of a cavity on my tooth. <laughs> my dentist thought I had a cavity. <laughs> he filled it. <laughs> it cost me $300. I went down to Tony Pounder's and I wanted to have my girlfriend's name tattooed on my front teeth and Tony Pounder's was able to tattoo my girlfriend's name Gloria on my front teeth but then later I broke up with my girlfriend Gloria so Tony Pounder knocked my two front teeth out and I really appreciated it. Yeah, the best way you want to get rid of your uh, teeth tats is just get your teeth knocked out and then we'll send you over to uh, Irish O'Grady's and we'll put in some new choppers for you, right? So yeah, you got a good sense of humor. We can uh, set you up with some fake cavities or you got a girlfriend who probably isn't going to last very long. We can take care of that too. Come on down to Tony's uh, Teeth Tats. Uh, We're uh, on the corner of 11th and uh, Capitol Avenue and uh, looking forward to tatting your teeth. Tony will even tattoo your dog's teeth. Radio 680, the voice of Syracuse. The city has a thousand stories. Backstabbers, two faces, lip glossers. In the space between lawlessness and righteousness comes one man who has his own rule book. Elliot Steele, gunshot gum shoe. Tonight's episode, Hank Makes Bank. In this episode, we find our hero, Elliot Steele, in the apartment of his girlfriend, Wendy Woolbright, when suddenly, the phone rings. Give away the whole story, why don't you? Come on, Elliot, let it go to voicemail. You and I haven't had a night alone in weeks. Say, you're right. Surely the city can survive one night without this expert gumshoe. Now that's what I like to hear. What are you drinking? Why don't you mix me up a Wyoming Waterfall Lemonade? A Wyoming Waterfall Lemonade? I... I don't know what's in that. Uh, Real easy. Uh, Do you have any balsamic vinegar, some rye, a dash of brown sugar, vermouth, and a slice of watermelon? You know, I'm fresh out of vinegar. I'll just have a beer then. Oh, come on. Not again. Hmm, that's two calls in a row. That means trouble's afoot. A big, smelly foot. Hello? Elliot Steele, city's most reliable gunshot gumshoe. Meet me at the corner of Laramie and 143rd. Or what? Or what what? Well, don't you normally say something like, or you'll never see your mother again, or if you want to live, or I'm going to kick this dog? Yeah, all those things. Meet me at the corner of Laramie and 143rd if you want to live, see your mother again, and keep this dog from being kicked. Yikes, this guy is serious, Wendy. I better go. But Elliot, what about this beer? It'll have to wait for another Miller time. What the heck is going on? Is Elliot walking into a trap? And is that beer going to get warm? Tune in next time when we hear Wendy Woolbright say... I can assure you this beer will not get warm. 
that's the next time on Elliot Steele. Gunshot Gumshoe. Radio 680 now concludes another broadcasting day. Today's programming was improvised by the cast of the Portuguese Rodeo Clown Company. Mark C. Holden, Johnny Molson, Patrick Russell, Mary-Kate Smith, and Mary Young. Radio 680 broadcasts in the public interest from a transmitter located in Syracuse, USA, with a license granted under the authority of the Federal Podcasting Commission. Any resemblance to an actual radio station is remarkable. Please subscribe to this podcast and leave a big fat five-star review. No portion of this program may be rebroadcast without express written consent from the Commissioner of Major League Baseball. Our internet home is Radio680.com.